shit. You heard that? I made that beat. I made that beat. All right, but without further ado, it's your boy Joe Chia, and we're back with a brand new Man Crush Mondays. Unfortunately, my partners in crime are too busy ripping and running the streets, catching these budgets and um, bodies. Um, maybe not bodies, but um, it's okay. I have two other co-hosts to help keep me company on this episode and tackle all the things that men need to know. So without further ado, allow me to introduce my co-hosts. We'll start with the AT alien. Oh, side note, we are recording this from three totally different places. So we'll start with the, the young lady from ATL. Well, she's not from ATL. She's from Atlanta, but nevertheless, ATL. Yep. So that's me. So uh, my name is Lexi, also known as Lexi with the curls. Um, so I am a blogger, like a lifestyle blogger. I have a podcast and I work for boss up during the day. And then at night I'm running the streets of Atlanta. Running the streets. <laughs> so fellas, that means you can still find a qualified woman out here in these streets. Just got to make sure you're looking in the right places. All right. And for, and for my second calls, She's from Atlanta, I think. I'm from New York. She's from New York with roots in Atlanta or some sort of some sort. But she's here in New York and she be spinning shit up. I'll let her introduce herself. (laughs) So I'm Brianna, also known as Brie Monet and Spike Spin. And yeah, I'm from New York, but my family lives in Gwinnett County in Georgia. So um, I call both places home. Um, and I am all about health and wellness and just being better, being positive. So I'll probably bring a little bit of that to this podcast. We're all about health, right? Don't nobody want a sloppy body, whether it's from a man or woman. <laughs> and, um, we also have to make sure that we're t- um, paying attention to mental health. So let's not waste any time. Let's just go ahead and get right into it. On this episode... We're going to be talking about relationships. I mean, it's it's a pretty common topic on the blog. I mean, sorry, on the podcast, but we're going to spin it back to last year's episode. It's a little later, but we're going back into cuffing season. For those of you that don't know what cuffing season is, cuffing season is the time of the year when the summer starts to fade, the wind gets a little brisk. You don't need your AC anymore. You got the windows open and you pull out the thick comforter and you ask yourself, did I make wise decisions this summer? Do I have a cuddle buddy or a booty to rub on or somebody to rub on your booty? That's cuffing season. And we're going to just tackle topics around it. Um, Specifically rooted in the culture, right? I don't know about you ladies, but do you watch, I watch Insecure. Do you watch Insecure? So I watch Insecure, but I'm like two episodes behind. What? I know. You know, so the crazy thing is, it, to be honest, and this is unpopular opinion, but it hasn't been catching my attention no, like usual. that's not it unpopular. Happened. Actually, I have felt the same. And honestly, the last two episodes are the best two of the season. So you need to... Because that first four, I, I was like, okay, I'm about to be done with this. But then they, they caught me at the Coachella episode. Yeah, Coachella. I did see the Coach- the Coachella episode was. I really did like it. So yeah, I'm gonna catch up so I can so I can join in all the convos. I'm gonna have to catch up. Okay, 
Well, this first topic, you don't have to have watch and secure. A couple of the other ones, it would help, but it ain't going to be a deal breaker. Speaking of that, let's talk about deal breakers, right? Now, just to let everyone in the audience know why I chose these two calls is because both of these ladies are really successful in their crafts. Um, They don't allow relationship status to slow them down. Sometimes they may even use relationship status to help boost them, right? Mm-hmm. All that being said, Bree is in a relationship. Lexi is not. Sadly. I'm in a, I'm, no, <laughs> cut it. I'm in a relationship, and Rome, who was supposed to be in a relationship, uh, was supposed to be in this episode, is not. But Rome, of course, is out in L.A. getting bags three hours behind the human <laughs> race. Anyway. <laughs> Ladies, I would like to know what are some deal breakers when dating for you, right? Um, I initially asked this question on my Instagram stories, and I got an overwhelming response. When I say overwhelming, I'm talking about like maybe 70, 80 different answers on each poll. And for my engagement, that was huge. I would like to hear where you ladies stand on what some deal breakers would be when dating someone new? Hmm. So for me, a deal breaker for sure, because I work in the entertainment industry, I need somebody that's very secure. So if it's a guy and we're going out and I'm inviting him to something, you know, that might be a little VIP, something a little private, he can't be sitting up under me. Like I just need him to be able to do his own thing and know that I'm doing my own thing. Like, you know, I need him to be able to work the room. And that to me is a deal breaker because because of the industry I work in, I can't have somebody that's insecure that can't do stuff on his own, that needs, that feels the need to kind of be up under me all the time. So that's like my that's number a, one thing. Okay. I see, I see what you did there with the insecure yeah. too. That right. was, that was, <laughs> I would have to say a deal breaker so, for me is not working. Like I don't need you to be the provider. I don't need you to make more than me, but I do need you to have a hustle. Like a man with no hustle is the number one deal breaker for me. He's a bum. That's I a poop. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> that's what we call a poop hut here in New York, right? You are a poop hut <laughs> if you have nothing going on for yourself. A poop hut is a man that sits around the house in his drawers all day playing 2K16 because you ain't got no job, so you couldn't get 19, <laughs> right? But I want to go back and I want to ask Lexi, you're saying that a deal breaker for you is a guy that can't hold his own and or is secure in himself and what I guess we would call like industry settings. But seeing that we all, I guess, intertwine in the industry setting, everyone on this episode at least, does that mean that the, the guy that you're dating or the, the guys that would actually fit the criteria you're looking for have to be from within the industry? Uh, Well, okay. So originally I was only dating people in the space, in the industry, but I realized that it's really not for me. And also the circles are a little too small. So once people, once you start realizing like, okay, that guy knows that guy, he's really close with him. That's when you kind of have to like back off certain things. So I recently in the past three months started dating outside of the industry and it's been interesting. So I prefer someone who's not in the industry, but can still hold his own. So he like, I prefer like a guy, he has like a regular career or whatever, but he can still like hang out. If I'm inviting him to like some private future event, he can still hang and kick it and not be awkward. So wait, I just want to make sure I understand something. Cause you, like I said, you live in Atlanta. Yep. Me and Bria are here in New York. 
a regular career in Atlanta could be a stripper manager. <laughs> so true. Like, okay. So they have to have like a real, like, not like, so in Atlanta, the big thing is like, everybody's a personal trainer and everybody is a producer. You know, that's always like the go-to job in Atlanta. So, I mean, literally like on every street corner, there's like 10 personal trainers or 10, whatever. So, I mean, like something where they're making enough money with whatever they're doing, they need to make enough money to pay for their bills. They should live by themselves because I'm almost 35. So I feel like people my age, I know mm. New York is different. Cause I know, I know it's expensive. So I know you'll have to have 10 roommates. I get it. But, <laughs> but in Atlanta, I'm like, okay, you need your own place. So as long as whatever he's doing, even if he is the typical Atlanta job of I'm a, I'm a aspiring producer. I'm a trainer. As long as you're paying your bills with that. So, but however, the guys that I've been dating are like, actually like different careers, like consultants. So actual, like, you know, six figure jobs. Okay. So I picked up something in that and I want Bree to let me know if she heard that as well. (laughs) You said said that you will need a man that's going to be confident and can carry and can hold his own in the entertainment space, but is not working in the entertainment space, it, that that that's like ideal for a relationship. But you also Loki just said, I can't have no broke ass nigga. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so so you got so you got to have the coin, fellas. You got to have coins if you if you're trying to fuck with Lexi. So absolutely. <laughs> let me ask you. Let me ask both of you ladies this, since you are both familiar with the cities that we're both that we're all in. Would you ladies date a man that is in his like in the process of, uh, I guess, like glowing up or thriving? He's not quite there yet. You know what I mean? He's um. Oh, this is good. He's he's um he's Lawrence. Se- mm. Episode season one. Could could you could you fuck with a Lawrence until he until he gets his startup job? Or are you gonna do an Issa and slide off with the with the um with the superhero so from the first person? I will purge? be honest about this because <laughs> I feel like it's a conversation that my girlfriend did not have all the time. Like, what if he treats you right, but you know he does this job and then he's glowing up or he's in the process. I think that that is something that if you are with the person going through the process, that's different than meeting somebody going through the process. So like if we were together and I know who you are, I know what you're capable of. I know that you're really going to put in the effort to achieve whatever this goal is. I might be able to rock with you. If I just meet you and to Lexi's point, you telling me that you're a personal trainer or producer, but you haven't had, show me one body transformation, one track, like you have nothing to show me um, anything for what you're saying to support that, then um, I might have to go ahead and slide off like Issa. Wait, 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 wait. So <laughs> he got to have the day one and day 90 My pictures guy, on his you got to show me some it. proof of what you're talking about. Like every, I can't just say I'm a rapper, but I have nothing recorded. I, don't, I haven't done a show. I haven't done a concert. Like I'm not a rapper then I'm a person trying to be a rapper. Maybe you could say that, but like you, you got to show and prove. Mm, Lexi. So, me okay. So I've had a Lawrence before and um, to Bree's point, like, you know, when you're meeting somebody and they're at that same level, it's totally different than like, okay, we grew 
through this. And so we, you know, it's just at a different place in my life. So in my thirties, absolutely not. Um, I'm not really willing to start a relationship like that, but I have been through that before. And I was a supportive girlfriend. I helped pay for him to go to school. I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories where I'm like, Hey, should I ask for the money back for the classes that I paid for, for this man? Um, How long we so, together? Hold on. We're gonna no. cut, I'm going to cut your ass off right there. <laughs> 13 wow. years. Together 13 years. Wow. Lived together eight years. How long, how long after the completion of college did he break up with you? Well, no, I didn't pay for his undergrad. So basically we went to undergrads, I believe we been, we knew each other. We met when we were like 14, 15 years old. So after undergrad, he decided that he wanted to go to medical school. At first he wanted to go to law school. So I helped pay for his LSAT prep courses. He never really got a great score, took it several times, paid for the LSAT a couple of times. Then he decided he wanted to go to medical school. And so his degree is in accounting. So he had to go back and take like organic chemistry and stuff. And I paid for these classes when I say thousands of dollars, but I thought I was investing in um, my future like in our future so it but it was different I was also you're talking 26 year old Lex versus 34 year old Lex like I would never do that anymore because I'm investing in our future but I didn't realize that like one he's in control of our future like if he doesn't want to be with me or he if he decides this isn't working I'm out of all my money and my time so yeah I I had a Lawrence damn Wait, I just need to tell you that that's admirable and also very common of black women. And I hate that we get that like, oh, you only want him when he has his coins together because it's rare that we have the conversation of like, no, actually, I was with a guy. I helped him do all of this. And then when he got on, he left my ass for a white girl type of thing. Yep. Very true. So what I was going to ask was. I'm going to call him Buster Bay. This is Buster Bay. It's not like a Mark-ass Buster. But what is he doing now? I have no idea. We have not talked in a year and a half, almost two years. So I have absolutely no idea. But I'm pretty sure he's not about to be a doctor. But What, is he do- what was he doing when you broke up? When we broke up, nothing. He was just doing, trying to be, get into school, trying to get, he comes from a very educated, like his family is very educated. So they all, like both his parents have PhDs, like very educated. They're very big on education. So they were kind of like, no, don't work. Just focus on school. And I'm like, but you have to work. You're in your thirties. Like, and I'm paying the mortgage over here and you're not helping me. So it it's, has to do with a lot with his upbringing. Uh, also Ni- Nigerian, so you already know. Like you have to be a pharmacist, Chill, bro. doctor. Chill. I'm just Chill, saying. <laughs> Excuse me, please don't do this here. <laughs> you talk about this offline. But okay, but you know how y'all West Africans are. You have to be. You have to be yeah. like you know. I'm just saying, and, and you know, what? just just put me in a bucket. What? That is it. But the thing is, I I do admire that about West Africans and their upbringing that they push you to do well and push you to be your best. I appreciate that because I don't feel like a lot of times Black American families are like that. Um, and so that's why you see a lot of like, especially Nigerians doing really well. I, I appreciate that. However, I, my thing is like, but you're living with me. You're not living with your parents. If you're living with your parents, yeah, just focus on school, trying to get into school and you know, but you're living with me. So I need some <laughs> money for this mortgage and for all these bills. <laughs> I, I, I get that. All right. So all right. Now, I'm not even going to continue to hit that. I'm not even going like we never. Nah, chill. <laughs> no, no more talking about Buster Bay because fuck out of here. <laughs> um, general question: How old are you? I'm 29. If you don't mind uh, speaking on that. Okay, so I'm 31. Lexi openly admitted she's 35. 
and Breeze 29. You said 35, right, Lexi? 34. 34, yeah. sorry. 34, fuck. I almost got shot because you don't put an year on the black Look, woman. I, you know what? I don't even, it doesn't even bother me. I'm not one of those girls. Lexi out here living in Atlanta, the land of the Draco. I can't even go back <laughs> and visit. <laughs> no, but um, I think it's safe to, to put together a general consensus that women that have worked hard to get through college, established their own selves or their own brands and started or built a foundation towards the future that they want or that they, that they see for themselves really ain't going to have no time for a dude. That's not pretty much on the same point in their journey. Is that safe to say? Yep. Absolutely. I actually, so this guy that I'm dating right now, he, we we started talking about like if he was on brand for me and I thought that was so strange. And then I started thinking about it like, wow, like on brand for me. And I really was thinking like, okay, this guy can bring out places. This guy can't, but it really is some, they have to be kind of on your level with something. So I do agree. I think that that has a lot to do with, I get that again, where you are in life. So like I met my boyfriend in college and clearly he had nothing to like, I mean, he had potential at that point, but he didn't really have anything to offer me. Whereas I think about it now, the list of requirements or like things that I would need to have in place. If I met a new person, it's so lengthy compared to what I was willing to accept at 18. You know what? That's funny. Right. Like both comments, because Lexi, with the the dude asking you if he's on brand for you, right? Yep. I'm sitting back thinking. Um, for those of you that don't know, Lexi is really good friends with my girlfriend. I'm sitting back thinking like, yo, my girlfriend is not from New York. And she has friends here in the city. But in the worst case scenario, God forbid, if her and I was to ever break up, she has a completely mm-hmm. different circle. Because of the person that I am. I never go mm-hmm. anywhere that my girl can't go. That's just who I am. So that on-brand question is like eye-opening for me because I have an ex. Like my longest-standing relationship, most people that know me, even As through this should. time, they don't know who she is. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Yo, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, yo, I'm sitting back thinking about it. Like, yo, As they should. They like almost five yes. joints. Wow. And it, and it, and if you wasn't my day ones, like if you didn't come sorry, by for Christmas, passed. you don't know I'm her. I'm that girlfriend. Like, why should people know her? Why is why she's not you were, like her and Buster Bay are just not at this point. They're not relevant. Cancel. Right they cancel. <laughs> gotcha. All right, so on to the next topic. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna use another show to segue into this shit though, but it's going this kind of bleeds into multiple shows. Um Let's talk about ghosting no Angela. You know what I mean? So (laughs) ghosting meaning like disappearing on a romantic interest, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that y'all were like six months worth of dating in or y'all had one on a first date. You got a a whack-ass plate of spaghetti from a cheap restaurant and then you dipped on them. It could mean mean several things. So the first thing I would like to know is – have any of you ladies I ever been ghosted? 
I have not either. I was trying to think about that. Like, no, well, I haven't been ghosted. If I, I had lying, been, I would Niggas definitely be tell you because I find that hilarious. <laughs> I would probably be so impressed with the guy who did it, okay. but I haven't been. Okay, I guess my ex ghosted me. Like, we didn't ever, like, have a for real. Okay, yeah, that's a good one. Um, so in December, like a year and a half ago, I just stopped hearing from him. And it was so crazy. Like three days later, I was like, oh, like I ain't heard from him in three days. Okay. Because at that point we weren't talking as much anyway, but we hadn't, we hadn't broken up. Next thing I know, I'm like, damn, it's Christmas. I haven't heard from him. Then next thing I know. Hold on. Hold on. I'm confusion. (laughs) He ghosted me. (laughs) How did he ghost y'all and y'all was together? He was living with you. No, at that time he wasn't living with you. This nigga's ghost for real. He's ghost. (laughs) So, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga convinced you to let him live with you and not talk. To, oh, Jesus Christ! No, no, no. At this he, time, he's the, a Nigerian <laughs> Jedi. <laughs> so at this point in a relationship, the past like year, he lived in another state, so we didn't live in the same state that like past year, which was like up oh, and okay. down. So yeah, so he goes. I mean, he definitely goes to me. So yes, actually, I have. I was. I didn't even count that. I don't even think about that. But yeah, he definitely like. I was like, oh shit. Okay, it's been three days. Oh, it's been a year. All right. <laughs> like it was on some right. stuff like that so yeah I got I right. so after this line of questioning we gonna wipe this from your memory because that right. nigga's irrelevant Buster Bay is a bust ass nigga <laughs> but why do you think he ghosted you and how did it feel so I think that he ghosted me to be honest I think that I was fucking with him mentally so much not on purpose but I think he just had a lot of shit going on lies no, honestly, I feel like so. I mean, we had a lot of issues toward the end for sure, but we had got back to the point. Like literally, I like when I first checked our last messages, I was like, "Oh, we said we loved each other. Like, no big deal." Like, I mean, we had argued for a little bit, and then we ended the conversation with, "Okay, love you." So I just feel like he just didn't want any parts. Like he knew that he didn't need to be around me because I make him. I put him into a dark space. I put it that way. I put him into a dark space, and his therapist even told him to stop talking to me because I make him. I turn him into whatever now i don't it's not me personally look if i could tell you you hit him did you ever like throw mm. your elbows up not at all but i just you know sometimes when people are going through things and it's just like the people around them they kind of blame everything on that person and i was actually really mad at the therapist when he first told me that i'm like i didn't do anything to you but she but she's looking at it like but when you're around her, it triggers something and you feel this type of way. And so I'm like, I get it. So I, it took me a while to understand it. Like, all right, if I'm not good for him or if he feels some type of way when he's around me, then obviously we don't need to talk. So I think that's why he ghosted me, because his therapist told him to. Not to dive into my, um, I guess, psychology, sociology background, but the way people feel about you most of the time has more to do with them than it does to do with you. Right. So, so when homeboy is sitting on the, the comfy leather couch or wherever he was speaking to the therapist, right? Mm-hmm. His truths about you aren't necessarily the truth. Right. So don't beat yourself up about it. Nevertheless, I'm sure that shit feels whack to be ghosted. Um, the thing that made me ask about being ghosted is because... Spoiler alert, Issa gets ghosted. And um, I, yeah, it's safe to say she gets ghosted 
I think it's two episodes now in Insecure. Um, and she out here doing the fucking most. The absolute most because she was ghosted. And um, <clears throat> I've been ghosted. I have. And what makes it worse is that it was by, like, the weakest of women. Like, it wasn't somebody that I should have even been involved with. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. It's like, all right, so, boom, check it, right? I went out to an event, met this girl. She was cool. Energy was fire. We having free drinks because it's an open bar event in the city. And then the lights come on. And my boy is like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, yo, bro, you wildin'. One thing leads to another. It happens to run into a smash and dash situation. And she, like, legit dashed, though. Like, I've seen her afterwards. And she hits me with the, oh, shit, that's him. Wow. Like, like she might have stole some jewelry or some shit that I didn't realize was gone. (laughs) <laughs> and it kind of did something to my ego for a little while then I realized I was like you know what it looks or or it may look worse for a woman to have a one night stand than for a man to have a one night stand of society standards so maybe she ducking me because she don't want to relive that moment maybe she go, maybe she goes to me because I was whack I don't know I don't remember. Maybe she had a boo and it was literally like, I don't want to run into him anymore. Maybe she, maybe he had a situation or something. What's up? Mm-hmm. So here's a question for you, Brie. Have you ever ghosted somebody? Yeah. I have. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> I was young. And I just, for a long time, I just hated confrontation. So my reason was less about you know, I didn't have a side thing or I didn't, he wasn't whack. I just really didn't want to deal with confrontation. I didn't want to have to rationalize my decision. So I just figured, um, let me just disappear. And looking back, I mean, it was probably the worst. Wait, so you hit him with it. Like, why would you do that to someone? But I mean, in that moment, I was just young and selfish. A few months. How long was y'all dealing with each other? A few months. Is it a few months like one, two, <laughs> a or a few months, months like, like six, eight? <laughs> oh, you had you had homeboy like love strong. I wouldn't say love I wouldn't think it was love. It was just. I mean, it was, it was nothing that clearly I couldn't walk away from. That's what I'm saying. It was For selfish. It, I didn't think about it was selfish. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What would you say it was? <laughs> fellas, we won tonight. <laughs> we won tonight, fellas. You cannot He's call so, it anything yo, but selfish because you literally are saying whatever you feel, I'm not concerned with. I just care about myself. So I have to call it selfish. That's a good way to put it. What about you, Lexi? Have you ever ghosted somebody? Absolutely. Of course you have. Yeah, and I ghosted somebody recently. And I also remembered another ghost. I also remember Hold another. On. Hold <laughs> on one second. Let me, let me just, dis- for those of you that do not follow these ladies, right? Um, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to get the proper spellings of your Instagrams right now. Um, 
A little chihuahua firecrack over there. All right. So Brie on Instagram is at B-R-I dot M-O-N-E-E. And Lexi on Instagram is L-E-X-I-W-I-T-H-T-H-E-C-U-R-L-S. This I'm going to tell y'all about Lexi, right? Lexi's queen light skin fam. Whatever. <laughs> see, she, she, she didn't deny it. She just said whatever. Because now she know y'all judging her, but that's fine. So you may continue. Okay. So I ghosted this guy recently because something about him and our like interaction, just something just made me uncomfortable. And I told him I was going to take him out for his birthday. When I tell you like his birthday came and I was like, uh... Oh my gosh, I like just woke up. Like I just made up something. And then after that, I completely I ghosted him. And he keeps texting me like, I'm never gonna see you again, am I? And it's like he's texting me messages like that. And I feel so bad. I really do. And I do feel like it is selfish, Brie. Like you're totally right. And I didn't think that I would do that as an adult because I definitely used to do that a lot when I was younger. But in high school, I would just ghost people for real. But this guy, I don't I I for some reason I don't like confrontation still. And I will avoid, avoid, avoid. So if I don't have to see you and we're not in the same circles, I know I'm not going to run into you. Like, so I'm good. Like, I don't feel like it needs to be a full conversation. So unfortunately, I am that person. I will avoid the hell out of anything. It's just easier that way. I keep it a buck with you. I don't like confrontation either. Right. I'm a a hothead, though. And I'm also very, like, strange. I'll be the first to admit it. I don't like being questioned. Like, me and my mom gets into it a lot. Because my moms will be like, where are you? And I'll be like, who the hell are you? (laughs) And she's like, excuse me? And I'm like, all right, I'm sorry, Ma, but don't be asking me where I'm at. Yo, I hate it. Um, um, And my girlfriend just whispered in my ear, but you have all the questions. You're damn right. Somebody got to ask them. (laughs) 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 <laughs> but um yeah um i've ghosted someone as well um i don't want to talk about <laughs> as it. you shouldn't because she's <laughs> exactly but i've ghosted someone and um i have seen the 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 slippery slope that it could create especially when it's somebody in the space right the entertainment space because it's like yo, you're doing too much that's exactly what it was, though. Like, yeah, sure, you are doing too much, fam. Like, I told you I work for Apple. I didn't tell you what Apple Star work at. Why are you here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd you find this? Okay, this is scary now. I'm going to leave you alone. Block, block, block. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a bit much. Um, last and final topic of the podcast. Um. And I think this is very relevant considering that it's cover season and a lot of people are going to be pushing their own agendas. So it's very important for people on both sides of the conversation, both men and women, to get people's opinions. Um, smash and dash or pass. That's, that's the name of the segment. I want to know, are you for or against casual hookups with a mutual love interest? Why? Why not? And what, well, what factors matter the most? You go first, Lexi. So I, oh, go ahead. 
Okay, so I am okay with casual hookups with a friend. Um, however, and I and I've done them in the past, and then the feedback I get is, well, why didn't it happen again? I have two guys that recently said that because it's really on some like, okay, we're friends, this was fun. But then I'm like, oh, we're just going back to regular. Like there's nothing, there's no expectation from this. But then I get the pushback. I, I know. <laughs> Music soul charging. I just want my friend back. Come on, music wrote a whole a hit. It's a bang about that shit, girl. When when they when they give you warnings in the R and B hymnals of like the the future and past, that's a timeless song. Yeah, it is. I and just, friendships down the drain. I know, I, but. That's why I just, it might just be like a one-time thing. That's why I'm like, it doesn't need to be a conversation. It doesn't have, need to happen again. I am okay with like a friend. I do have like male friends that I occasionally have sex with. And. Wow. Fellas, we're winning tonight. They're admitting it. <laughs> and I cannot let my mom listen to this. Oh my gosh. But yeah, um, that's just, that's just how it is. Like, so. Um, I am okay with it, but I just don't like things to get weird. So that's why I never let it go past that one time. So I do have, like, I literally have two of my homeboys. They, to this day, actually last week, so I ran into both of them. Both of them got on me, like, two separate places. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, two separate places. And they both were getting on me, like, how come it only happened one time? I don't understand. And I'm like, see, we still cool, though. We're still cool. We can still hang out no big deal and i don't even know where you're bringing this up right now so until until one of them is in your bushes trying to figure out why it was only once yeah i'm just saying that's why like with friends you do have to be really you know i don't know you do have to like kind of spill things out a little bit with the friendship because some some guys it's just like me like i have a, a really good friend and I, I really like this guy. Like, I like him romantically, but I have to, like, fall back. So there's just, you know, sometimes you have to assess the situation. All right. So what I want to know is, <clears throat> why are you okay with the smash and dash? Because, wait, actually, let me just not jump to, let me just not jump to conclusions. If you had to vote smash and dash or pass, what would your vote be? What does pass mean? Like, pass is just like. Pass is like, I'm not out here fucking nobody that's not trying to put a ring on it um that's um, even realistic in 2018 so, here's the thing yeah, no, but you, yeah. On, first off y'all both follow me on instagram did y'all see those answers for this yo i feel yes, like a lot of but, people were okay, out here i'm gonna say two things jazz. one i've been in a monogamous relationship for so long that unfortunately i don't have any cute stories about this however I do think that if you are able to, um, whatever smash without the complications, I think that's acceptable for me. It probably would be less about a friend and more just like a cut buddy or like something like that. Like just one person where we maybe are not official, but we're also like, I wouldn't cross any of those lines with my friends, but I also don't think that it needs to be like, some person that's like monogamous. It would just be like somebody that we know what it is and like this is fun. I think that that's okay. I think it's okay, okay because Why? sometimes you have a need that needs to be met. And if you're in the process of waiting, um, you still need that itch scratch. So at least if you have somebody that you can like go to, deal with, 
handle that without overcomplicating it and not getting in the way of whatever your main objective is, then it's like the best of both worlds. And if you're single, especially you should do that. All right. Yep. So how does so here's what I want to ask for you ladies, right? Just to play devil advocate. By the way, I am Sir Smash and Dash. I'm I'm pro for it. I I haven't smashed and dashed in almost three years. But that was the way that I kept myself sane, I guess. And also it was it helped me keep my confidence in myself during a period of downtime, if that makes sense, right? Because I'm Ronnie Romance. I'm Cuff Daddy Combs. I'm, I'm <laughs> real shit. I'm, I'm like Mr. Relationship. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm comfortable with that shit, and I'm okay with, with saying it, right? I know a lot of dudes that be like, nah, son, I don't need no girl. I'm going to just talk to these honey. Nah, you know what? I want to know that every Sunday, I'm going to rub <laughs> on your button. We watching Insecure right after Ballers. And, and you can't, you can't really request that kind of shit from a smash and dash or a cutty buddy, right? True. Um, but what I want to know from you, ladies, is how do you handle it, or, or more more so towards Lexi? But I know Bree, I would love to hear your input on it. How do you prepare for breaking the news to your your your, your smash and dash homie? Or, or your cuddy buddy when you find the person, right? Because I'm assuming that you have this smash and dash or this cuddy buddy to keep you occupied and, like Bree said, scratch that itch while you're currently on the pursuit of your significant other, your, your partner, your ride or die, your potential future. So what happens when... Ladies, you've been fucking Jay Onquay for the past for the past six months, and it's getting good. And you might have even fucked up and be like, "Oh, I love you." <laughs> <laughs> How do you break it to him when Mister Charming, good job, four hundred one k benefits, stock portfolio, says all the right things, cares about you, and calls you every night at the right time, pops into the picture? Hmm. So that's been a conversation recently a lot with me because I have that situation. And when we started our situationship, it was very clear that we can do this until you find the man that you're looking for. That's literally what he said. Like, you know, I know that you're looking for a relationship. So once you find that guy, then we can stop. Um, However, wait, real quick. Mm -hmm. So you telling me. That you fell for the same <laughs> shit that the ladies be pulling on the dudes? Well, there was nothing to fall for. No, because no, it sounds <laughs> to me right now like you was tripping, tripping. No, we no, we came in on some, this is what we're doing. Like, we weren't trying to date. It was like literally. Oh, wait. Mm-hmm. Real quick. So you never dealt with a dude that was like, yo, I'm not really looking for nothing right now. And then that nigga climbed the sheets on your ass. And then you was looking at him different and was like. Nah, I could change his mind. Yeah, but that's not the guy that I would do that for. No, but this is what I'm saying. Yeah. The roles have switched and you literally fell for it. Well, I'm not I'm not trying to change his mind. He's not trying to change my mind. So I don't know. Cause this guy, <laughs> that situation, 
Can you hear me now? This sounds like you just. I was saying I do understand what you're saying because I feel like there are so many women who agree to date people or they just agree to play the like cut buddy role and be like, oh, I'm not looking for a relationship. And that's their way in. But like secretly they have like a whole um, like they worship this person and they want to be their wife and they want to be with them forever. But because, you know, the guy is saying, oh, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I'm just looking for a friend. The girl agrees to it. And it sounds like, Lexi, your guy hit you with okie doke and did the same thing. Like secretly he has a shrine for you and it's like, Lexi is my perfect woman, but I'll play this role until she gets it together. And then here you are. You never get, you never got it together. Look, let me tell you that. I have a question. Hold on, let me just ask this question. Do people do people know who he is? Yes or no? Just answer that. Yes or no? Just friends. All right. So I'm not even going to ask you this question because it might be incriminating. Forget it. It's okay. So has he or does he voluntarily eat the booty? (laughs) I'm embarrassed. My face is red right now. No, no. <laughs> lying. No, no. Only cues do that to me. Only cues. I don't. <laughs> breathe. Yeah. Breathe. I Did you hear that? Right <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. I'll, I'll let you. I'll let you go back to what you were saying. I'm sorry. No, Let's no. See. It's all good. Yeah. Okay. Now I will say we came into it on some like okay until. Like, he came into it, like, on some until you meet somebody. At this point, like, when I say we started, that's how we started our whole situationship. Like, before we were, like, friends, friends, actually, to be honest. And so things started changing when I started spending the night. We started cooking cooking breakfast. When we started watching Insecure, watching football games. So things started changing. So I will say that I do like him, and I would be in a relationship with him if he was into me like that. But I'm not trying to make him be. But in the meantime, I'm like, look, I'm good with you right here in this space. I'm good with you. And I'm dating. Like, so when I go on dates, he knows I go on a date. Like, he got mad. I was over his house. He got mad. I'm like, I'm about to go to the movies. Oh, you going on a date? Yeah. No, like, it sounds like problem? y'all are playing with each other. Goodbye. And I just. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, to me, I just wish that it would have stayed the way it was the stay. I wish it stayed the way that, that to happen. Though you can't start staying like, over the house we, watching football. Like once you do that, once there's like a toothbrush, right. a little blanket, a hairbrush, it's like we're in a relationship. If I leave my brush at your house, we go together, and that's it. Like exact period. Yeah. Yes. No, absolutely. And that's what happened. And so that's why, like, I wish things didn't transition, but things uh, unfortunately transitioned to that. But yeah, like I, but we, we did have this conversation. So I do know that I'm going to have to be like, all right, I'm dating this guy seriously to the point where I want to take it a step further. So we're going to have to stop. So eventually that's coming. The time is coming. Or ghost him. He's already on on my phone. Wait, 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 wait. Let me tell you. I got to understand. I got to understand. Ghosting makes y'all want us more. I promise you. And you, you But you like this nigga, though. I like him. I do like him. But I also like three so guys. Like- are you- wait. Wait. So hold on. Let me ask you this. Is you is or is you ain't single? I'm single. 
but I like I like and, multiple men. Wait, no, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I ain't done. I ain't done. So you is single. Would yeah. you like to be in a relationship? I would. Yes or no? Okay. So check this shit out, right? Because the way I do my math is like one is you single, two you like a nigga, three the nigga like you back, four should be, hey babe. You know, no, I, I don't have time for these these Atlanta dudes in there. Like the thing is, like there are a couple guys in my life that I know like me. But they're not, they don't want to be in a committed relationship, period. Not necessarily with just me, but they don't want to be in committed relationships. And I'm not here to change no guy's mind. Like if I you, wish that I had a soundboard on this fucking app right now. Cause I would be bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I would be burning the shit out of you right now. Because you can't use Atlanta as an excuse. That's how the guys are. They don't want commit they do not want to be in committed relationships. Even the married ones. You are, you are Yep. The married ones don't want to be in committed relationships. All right. You know what? (laughs) It's real. Here's what I'm going to say, right? I know. I had this conversation actually with a photographer friend. Well, not I can't even call it a photographer buddy of mine that I met through Instagram. I can't say who she is because that would just be fucked up, put her on the spot. But in the smash and dash conversation, um, she was saying that um, she's not really into the smash and dash unless it's the right kind of guy and all these. Like she pretty much put a put a list of requirements up, and I'm just like, but that's oh, what so I'm you saying. Got I feel like women have that. Kids. I try to tell this to all but, of my guy friends, like. Every time they come to me like, yo, she just says she wants to be friends or like, yo, such and such about the girl. I'm always trying to tell them like women, there are always outliers, but the majority of women have some type of underlying, like we are just so strategic. There's always an agenda with a woman, period. Like I don't, even when I meet women, I'm like, there's always something underlying because that's how we were created. That's how we think. That's who we are. So when I meet people who just say like, oh, I had no idea, I'm like, sis, come on. You know what you're doing. You know, you're in control of it. You are definitely in control. Right. You but know what you want. Right, right. Like you maybe didn't want to lead with that just in case he doesn't change his mind. But somewhere in your heart of hearts, you're hoping when I lay with him and he tells me he don't want a girl, I'm going to be that. I'm going to have the magic potion that's going to change that. Right. So here's the problem overall, right? No playing field or no city or state that you're in is going to be the exact same, right? And this, this is a fucking fact, right? Atlanta is not the same leveled playing field as New York when it comes to dating. And Unfortunately, in Atlanta, the women are at a disadvantage, right? Because there's a a lot of funky, foul shit going down in Atlanta. And some of it is in the closet. Some of it is out the closet. (laughs) But there are a lot more eligible women in Atlanta than there are. Um, There are a lot more eligible women than there are men in Atlanta. Yep. For for for, 
monogamous heterosexual relationships. Yep. Right now in now in New York, I, I would say the playing field is close to equal when it comes down to availability. But in New York City, the problem is. <clears throat> What you mean? We got a bunch of fucking Destiny's children. We got a bunch. We got a bunch of women who are independent as fuck, Mm. thriving, thriving as business owners, thriving as investment bankers, thriving as copywriters, thriving as writers, thriving as producers, thriving in almost every industry. Meanwhile, their male counterparts in the city are working similar jobs but not bringing in the same kind of money. So, yes, you might find an attractive guy in New York City with a five-year plan, a stock portfolio, and his head on his shoulders, but you might be making 30, 40, 50K more a year than this man. He might not look it. He might not say it out loud, but that skews the playing field, right? Whereas if you go to California, it's a totally different ballgame. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I won't speak on California because then that's putting conversations that I have with some of my buddies out there out. But, fam, it's different everywhere you go. And either you are ready to buckle up your your boots and put on your big boy or big girl pants and duke it out and make it happen, or you're going to put your blinders on, put your head down, focus on these goals, knock it out, and know that what's meant for you will be. Yep. But there's one thing that I didn't send you <laughs> ladies on the agenda that I want to talk about that is directly connected. What's the problem with all this men are trash shit that these one that y'all women speaking about? Everybody got a got a men men are trash complex as of late. What's up with that? So I don't ever say that and I never I never um, put all men together. So I, you'll never hear that out of my mouth ever. I'm like, no, that man is trash. And that man is trash. Like I'm going to be specific about who is trash, but I'm, I'm not one of those that think like all men cheat. All men do this. All men do that. I've never been a part of that. Cause I don't, I don't like that also. It's like, okay, just because you had a couple of bad apples, you know, it doesn't mean that all men are trash. Like I went through like my, the last two years of my relationship was like hell. And I still would not be like, all men do this and all men See, this. I like I that. just, I don't, I don't say that. First, first and foremost, I'd like, I'm sorry, Brie, real quick. I think I need to bring this to your attention now so that you right. ladies don't make now this mistake this, no more. Now this. Black men don't cheat. Oh my what God. I, what I will say is I agree, Lexi. Like I don't mm-hmm. like to put any category into a group. I think that that's one of those things that just sounds cute for the internet. The same way y'all started black men don't cheat. It's just something to say. Like we all know it's not true. We all know it's not a fact, but it sounds good. It's trendy and people can get behind it. So y'all, the black men are over there saying black men don't cheat. And the black women are over there saying black men are trash. It's just two cute things that are trending right now. I agree. I think, I think it's, I think it's bad for the culture. What girls are doing this though? Who are these girls? Are they like the Instagram baddies? Like who is doing the the men's trash stuff? I don't know. I don't know these girls. Are you on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? Like I literally, I literally like my girl like gives me the side eye for about 
75% of every episode of of Insecure. Because I'll be on, I'll be on um, Twitter going off, trying to defend people sometimes. Because women, see that nigga ain't shit. Lawrence ain't shit. Look at him. Look what he did. Issa was right. There's a, a very wide gamut of what, or wide spectrum for that, that, that men can fall into that makes them not shit in a lot of people's eyes. And I just feel like it needs to be addressed that maybe not all these men are sh- ain't shit. Maybe that's just not the person for you. Right. Or, or maybe if every man that you're dealing with ain't shit, every man that you're dealing with ain't shit, <laughs> like everyone? No, nah, baby, it might be you. Right. Yeah. You might not have a, a good judgment. Right. Oh. Oh, speaking of judgment, I have a question. Do you ladies believe that hmm. some women turn into the men that no. break their heart? I hmm. I don't think that a woman can ever take on the traits of a man. I think a woman can try to, but I I have watched it happen and I don't think that it ever successfully happens. I think that Women don't turn into the men that hurt them. They just turn into hurt-ass women. And a woman's form is worse than the man that cheated on her. Because like I said before, women are so calculated. Women are so strategic. Women can be so spiteful. So I think what they really turn into is just bitter. Mm -hmm. I think their actions... I I agree with that. And I think... Women's actions after a big, after a bad breakup or after a man did something to them. Um, I think that they, sometimes they'll, that whatever the next man is, they'll assume something or they'll maybe not care as much, you know, cause sometimes I guess when you go through something, you just don't give a fuck as much. And so with the next guy, you might just treat him like shit just because like, oh, whatever, I don't care. So I do feel like, I don't feel like they're going to take on right the traits of that man but i do yep. think like if they're in a bitter space and it's like okay well fuck this like <laughs> fuck this dude hmm. interesting perspectives i like that i like that a lot um first and foremost let me thank you ladies for joining me tonight um um this is this is how we build conversation within the community this is also how we build bonds as as millennials in the entrepreneurial space. And this is how we open up people's eyes and hopefully stop people from doing fuck shit. Um, so with this platform, I would like to give you ladies each an opportunity to give a message to young men out there. Men, millennials, we'll say age... 23 to 40. What's one word of advice that you can give men to help them be successful in their day-to-day life and during cuffing season? (laughs) So for me, I would say to be true to themselves. So um, just with like in life, if it's like day-to-day with a job. Hold on. on. Did you say true to the game? No, true to themselves. (laughs) Oh, I, I thought she was referencing ghetto novels, man. No, just just being like true to themselves, like really just being authentic. And I feel like a lot of uh, 
young men that I come across, they're not truly authentic. And when it comes to women, it's like, just be honest. Um, I think that, you know, like we've talked about, a guy can be honest and say, hey, I don't want to go there with you. I don't want to be in a relationship with you. And the women are still going to think whatever in their head, but at least you said it. So I just feel like just continuing being honest with yourself, being honest with the people that you are surrounded by in relationships and just also just um, being a little more responsible. I feel like a lot of people, a lot of guys I see, they're just not making responsible decisions. And cause I would love to see men get married before 30. And I feel like a lot of guys now. Mm-hmm. Hold on. What, give me, give me two, two to three examples of these irresponsible decisions, please. Um, like waiting till 37 to be ready to settle down, stuff like that. Like, you know, I not knowing where you shots. Are you throwing shots on my podcast? No, I'm just saying there's a lot of like, so here's the thing. I, from, from what I see my experience, guys are not ready to fully really settle down until they're like 36, 37. That's just what I see. So I want, I want men to do, I want black men to do better. Like I want them to, but however, I don't know if it's that they're not in the space in their life and they're not comfortable settling down until that point. But I see it, the age is getting higher and higher for like, by the time guys are actually ready to settle down. And so Wait. to me, so go ahead. What can Wait. women do I feel like help? this could be a whole nother what, topic. What can women do to help? Because... <laughs> yeah, so let's let's let's, let's let yeah, me stop but one thing I do need to because say to that need, point that Lexi is making about men getting older, episodes. I think that that goes back to how we're raised. Like girls are raised to be married, boys are raised to be experimental, if you want to call it that, or just holes, if you want to call it that. But either way, it's like who are they raising us to marry? Because um, if they're not saying we need to be marrying each other, there's a clear disconnect in how that happens. So by the time you're 25 and you're like, okay, I'm ready to be married. But this boy has been told, oh, you need to live and explore. And when you're ready at 40, that's acceptable. So, I mean, Joe, when you have that topic, I can't wait to listen. That's a definite good one for the next one. But I feel like that, that just goes so much deeper than like when they're ready, it's because people allow that to be Mm -hmm. acceptable. And there's really nothing a woman can do unless you're now saying we should be proposing, which is just odd. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what you know what <laughs> uh, I'm trying my best not to <laughs> right I'm trying my best not to rebuttal or like give a kickback on this shit because like my but you're father's also, been asking me are you African? when am I getting married since I was like 25 yeah I, yeah it's very and, different it's extremely different yeah that's different no, but at the, you know what? I can also say that my, I can also say that my ideals, in terms of how life would play out and and the timeline have changed drastically, right? Because anyone that knows me or that has known me since I was a young kid, like like early like mid teen, would say that I've always said, yo, if I don't have kids by thirty, it's a dub. I used to, like I used to legit, that. like I want to be done by thirty because my dad. My dad is is almost 70 years old. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, me and my father never had those let's play catch moments because I was born so far away from him in terms of, like, lifespan, timeline, and experience that we could never 
that we've never properly like saw eye to eye or were aligned with a lot of things. Same thing for my mom. My mom's 65 almost. No, she's 60. She'll be 66. And, um, she'll be 66 in November. You feel me? So it's just like, I didn't want that, but now I'm 31 and I'm like, yo, I'm 31. I got, I got shit got to be right, fam. I don't, I don't agree with that. One of my biggest, one of my biggest fears in life. And this is going, this is so fucked up, but it also shows you what society does to people and how people react to one another. Mm. I, I fear being on child support. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've always told myself that if I'm going to have a child, Oh, and I've also had a nasty ass baby scare in the past when I was 21. And I'm talking about was there in a birthing room when a baby was born. I knew the baby wasn't mine, but my mama being crazy and wise at the same time, she was like, nigga, I don't give a fuck if that baby is Jesus's. You don't piss that woman off and you don't disappear on her until you have blood proof test that that a blood test proof that that is not your child. And I'm happy it panned out that way. I'm happy I don't have a kid. But right now, I am not putting a seed in nobody's stomach. And I am not bringing a child into this world unless I know that it's a sure thing. Or that me and this woman are at least seeing eye to eye. And we could, like, work I mean, side by side that's, to raise this child. That if should not, be the goal anyway. But it's life. like, what, what does that look like? Like, I feel like that sounds good. And I hear men say that all of the time. But then it's like, what does that actually look like to you? Because it, to Lexi's point, feels like you don't see that until you're 47. So it's like, I mean, really, it's a choice. You being scared to be on child support is like, then don't do anything stupid that's going to make you need to be on child support. If you're in control of your actions, then like, Fear, less about right. child support. The right. fear is that you're going to do something to fuck I agree. the situation. No, up. but here's no. So why would because you that's the one thing you know I know what I mean? without like, the benefit of a doubt that I won't do. But one because because you can't. One thing that I've I've come to grow a cuss uh, like uh, like I've grown to like just accept as a fact is no matter how much time preparation practice and hard work you put into anything you you could never account for or you could never fully account for what kind of wild card anyone else can throw you understand what i'm saying and it's not saying that i'm expecting it to happen but i would like to be at, like have peace at heart and in mind with the decision that we that you feel me it'll be a sound situation not to mention i would like to be in motion to pro- making sure that i can provide more for my child than my parents to provide it for me you know what i mean so that means i need to have at least yeah. a third of what it would take to move into a house <laughs> in my bank account like a, a sizable ass house in my bank account before i even shoot the club up because the fact of the matter is, in nine months, whether the, the down payment for the houses and, and the furniture and everything else is ready, 
nigga, either you bringing a child into a small but ass I mean, apartment what in about, New York, okay, or you're going to have a nice, advocate. comfortable house for this child to grow up in with a backyard. When the child is born, they don't know that they're living in an apartment. Like, by the age that they would Please. even acknowledge or need a backyard, that gives you another six, seven years to continue to build. Like, I feel like where men count themselves out is that this is an ongoing process. Just because you have X amount in the bank doesn't even mean that you're prepared. And just because you don't have it doesn't mean that you're not prepared. It's like you're continuously evolving and saving and preparing. And I think that that, <laughs> I think that, that is natural and normal. So it's like it still all feels like excuses or it sounds like excuses. It's like if you had a kid today in seven years, Joe, at 38, you're most likely going to be better off than you are today. So what are you going to wait until you're 38? Oh, hands down. Yeah. Like, it's, no, I, I don't plan on waiting until I'm 38. But also at the same time, one thing that I think is missing from this conversation is a woman's component. You know what I'm saying? Because you guys are like, well, when a man is ready to have a child, the woman, right, a man is ready to have a child, but the woman has to be ready as well, one. Two, and two, you got to make sure, like, fuck all the potential of people cheating yeah, or people leaving or just not working out. You got to do it with the right woman. You understand what I'm saying? Because it's like, I don't eat pork. This is just an example, right? And this is a conversation that me and my girl actually have. I don't eat pork. I was raised not eating pork. It's not because I'm Muslim or any other, like, religious belief or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But I was raised not eating pork. And... I don't see a need for me to eat pork. I I made it 31 fucking years fine without eating pork. My girl is raised in Atlanta. She eats pork. She fucks with pork. Do I stop her from eating pork? Nah, baby. Eat your pork. But if we have a kid, I don't want my child to eat pork. And she's on the fence like, if we have a kid, why can't my child eat pork? <laughs> <laughs> she she in the background right now. She said, "I'm gonna make the baby some bacon." <laughs> well, I think you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, like those those are the disconnects that, even though in this moment seem trivial, could potentially lead to a very toxic situation because it's like your fan. Yeah, I don't ask for much, my nigga. I just said no pork. Right. You get me? It's, it's definitely about compromising because I know, like, you jump to babies. I'm, I was only talking about marriage. I wasn't even talking about having a baby with somebody. I was, I was, really, <laughs> I was talking about like, you know, marriage when people are ready. But um, no, it's, it's definitely you have to pick the right partner for sure, and you know, and be able to compromise. So if you're in a relationship long enough, and then you decide to get married, at that point, you know that hey, even if we don't like certain things or we do certain things differently. Yeah. At a certain point in a relationship, you know, okay, we're going to have to hash this out and we're going to have to figure it out. But you know, you know that you and Reve, you know that y'all two, eventually, like, y'all are going to be like, all right, we're going to have to figure this out. What, what are we going to do? We're going to have this conversation, pros and the cons. Y'all are going to be responsible about it and figure it out. Oh, uh, that's, that's coming sooner than she thinks. Oh, okay. Well, and I mean, but, it's gonna, that but that conversation is going to happen and y'all are going to have to figure it out. That's just what you do. have like, to have these universe. conversations because... It's things that you just can't prepare for. So, like, when, when you're saying, like, obviously you want to set yourself up to be in the best position, but you also have to allow life to kind of happen and be willing to be fluid in your approach. Right. That's the only way you ever, like, 
get out of one place and not stay stagnant. Yeah. You're right. You know what? Check y'all out being all like Gandhi and Confucius and shit with that with that mic. All right. Okay. I like that shit. Well, fellas, um, we heard from Lexi. I I wanna give Breeze the opportunity to um give all the fellas a bit of advice on how to be successful in life, but also to make sure that you have a very fruitful cuffing I think, season. Guys, you just October need 100%, right like Lexi Bree, said, to be authentic. But I think to be authentic, you need to spend a little bit of time defining who you are for yourself. So that means not needing to look right. to that your guy to your left no and your right to tell you how you, summer, should act, how you should speak, right. how, what you should wear. Like, really, I think that one thing that women are really good at is going into themselves and seeing what they like. Not all women, but I think that that's something that I feel men really have an issue with. So I would say define who you are, be true to that. And then the other thing that I will tell you is learn how to communicate. Like, not sending an an emoji, not sending a DM. Actually open your mouth and express your feelings, express your thoughts, express your ideas. Um... And I think that that applies in every part of your life. And the more that men get comfortable doing that and standing in that mm. truth, um, I think they will be more prosperous and everything, especially cuffing season. Women like to hear words. We don't like to see um, eggplants. <laughs> mm. Sister Bree just came through the church with a... Um, with a with a sermon. Woo. <laughs> All right. So I guess I, I guess it's just nothing left for me to do but to give you guys some advice from a man's perspective. <sighs> By the time you'll be hearing this, it'll be September twenty-seventh. And if you have not narrowed down who you plan on spending your fall and winter with. I would like to invite you gentlemen to mm. leave these women alone and focus on yourself. There's nothing wrong with a lonely winter as long as you are focusing on the right things, right? Both of these ladies just said that they don't want no broke-ass buster. Both of these ladies just said that they want a man that's confident in themselves and that can carry himself properly and knows how to maneuver in the proper situations. I'm not asking you to go on Twitter and at me and tell me that I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But you know better than anyone else if these shoes fit your feet. And if they do, take the time. There's nothing wrong with self-improvement. So if you haven't. Narrow down who you spend your cuffing season with. Spend it with yourself. You know, you got nothing but time, opportunity, and hopefully uh, a hefty savings account come April, May, right? Because you ain't dating. You hit the gym. Get rid of the stomachs and shit. Unless that's just who you are. <laughs> now, now, for those of you that 
do have a significant other or two or three that that you, yo, I'm being real. If you do have a significant other two or three or four or five, right? And you're entering into October 1st with these women on board, whether they know about each other or not. What I want to say is do unto others as you would like done unto you. Mm-hmm. Right? That sounds like some corny shit, right? Like, fuck are you talk about, Joe? But here's what I'll say. I've been on both sides of the aisle when it comes to heartbreak, right? And when you genuinely spend time with somebody and start to care for them, or you have a firm grasp of how much they care for you, and you are the source of like tremendous amounts of pain and angst, it is the worst feeling ever. Don't be that dude. Figure out who you like the most. Cut the other ones off. <laughs> have a successful cuffing season. Make sure you wear condoms. And <laughs> I think we see y'all niggas in two weeks. Does that sound? Uh, yeah, two, not this Monday, but the Monday after. I'll be back with a new episode of Man Crush Mondays. Um, ladies, thank you very much for joining. Uh, once again, give us your social media handles so everyone can follow you and at you. All right. So mine is at Lexi with the curls on Instagram and Facebook. And, and um, on Twitter, it's Lexi W the curls. And that is Lexi with an I. At Remone. I invite you all to join us in conversation on Twitter because we all work in places where we don't want to be sometimes. So we open to some, some Twitter dialogue and I'm not speaking for them. I'm just speaking for whatever the fuck I feel like speaking. So if y'all bosses listen to this, I'm not trying to get y'all in no trouble. Either way, thank you for listening to Man Crush Mondays. This is Joe Chia and we out.